Welcome to Love, Words, and Poetry, Season 2, Episode 8. We'll begin with a poem published in the Lyric in the winter of 2019. Wrestling Resurrection Spring sings in a different tongue here, primavera, first green unwrapping infinitesimal leaves, then springing suddenly from liquid ambar trees gowned in gossamer scarves of celadon and lime. The orange tree dropped her snowy robe to the ground in the dark, while overnight wisteria flung lilac blossoms forty feet high in sheaves draped throughout the yew-plum pine. The grape leaves stealthily uncurled among last year's tangle of twisted branches, unpruned and stark. Will hope creep into my soul as I wrangle with tatters of despair? Small green shoots emerge from the sable soil of grief, like sweet basil, unshuttering its cotyledons with a sigh of there. If I grapple with God, green force in my veins, will he dislocate my hip, wrap me in searing embrace, and leave me to strain the night for even a blade of grass from Eden? And when love's sun allured tendrils from fingertips and spun verdant fibers into blaze, with the freshening breeze a lightness of heart can blow in, tousle hair, and tease a smile even from a somber gaze. Our bones hollow out, wings sprout, and lift us soaring over sunning scenes, quilled, plowed, harrowed, serene, spiraling, then unfurled, glittering in love's ceaseless cascades. Let one drop from that cataract probe my broken shell, heal, fill, swell, and overflow. Today's phrase from the poem I read is you plum pine. This is a common name for Podocarpus macrophilus which is a conifer in the genus Podocarpus, family Podocarpaceae. It is the northernmost species of the genus, native to mountainous areas of southern Japan and southern and eastern China. Common names in English include Uplum pine, Buddhist pine, fern pine, and Japanese yew. It is an evergreen conifer that typically grows as a narrow conical tree to 50 feet tall. It is a disease-resistant podocarpus that grows well in USDA zones 7 to 9, and its fruits and dark green foliage attract birds. 
We had three of these podocarpus planted in a corner of our lower yard right below the slope. And when I wasn't paying attention, my wisteria climbed up into the tallest one on the left side. And now every spring, I have what looks like a waterfall of purple wisteria pouring down the tree. I originally included the name Podocarpus in the poem, and then I couldn't find any appropriate word that rhymed with it, so I looked up alternate names and found Uplum Pine, which is an inexact rhyme with lime five lines above. In our love letters, we were pondering how we had become more understanding of the other's feelings since our marriage encounter weekend. In Wes's letter, he wrote, Dearest Vicki, there are just so many ways in which I feel you have become more understanding of my feelings since our weekend. As I wrote when we dialogued about the nicest things you have done for me, it means so much to me that you get up for breakfast and give me a chance to be with the family before I go off to work in the morning. And as we talked about last night, even little things like your understanding of how I feel when I come home from work means so very much to me. Mostly, though, I guess, I feel the happiest about the new stability equilibrium you seem to have achieved since our weekend, and that, to me, is the best evidence of how we have really come to understand each other's feelings and act more as a couple. I feel very special and very close to you when I think of the many changes and even sacrifices that you have been willing to make as a result of your understanding, my feelings. I, too, am trying to act on the new understanding I feel I have of your feelings. I love you so much, always, Wes. In my letter, I wrote, Dear lover, in many ways, I think you've become more understanding of my feelings than I have of yours, which sometimes makes me feel guilty. Just tonight on the phone, you were so encouraging to me, even though I knew you were probably more exhausted. You seem to make a real effort since our weekend to listen to what I'm saying about my feelings and to talk back in ways that let me know you do understand them. I think, too, because you've been so open and accepting of my feelings, no matter how painful and so supportive, you've encouraged me to find the words and the ways to tell you how I feel, so that I feel much more comfortable and secure in talking to you about my feelings. Sometimes I felt a little worried that we weren't communicating our feelings as effectively as we could in our letters or dialogues, but then you always seem to know when I just need a hug or for you to hold me, and how you seem to understand even more how very much I need nonverbal communication at so many different times, especially when I'm tired or upset or worried or sad, but also when I'm just feeling happy about loving you and knowing you love me. 
And I just want to emphasize our coupleness because it's so special. And so are you, my lover. I love you. Always, Vicky. I've had positive feedback on sometimes reading the same letter at the beginning and end of the podcast. And since this was a rather long poem, I'll be doing that again today. Wrestling Resurrection. Spring sings in a different tongue here. Primavera, first green, unwrapping infinitesimal leaves, then springing suddenly from liquid ambar trees, gowned in gossamer scarves of celadon and lime. The orange tree dropped her snowy robe to the ground in the dark, while overnight wisteria flung lilac blossoms 40 feet high in sheaves draped throughout the yew-plum pine. The grape leaves stealthily uncurled among last year's tangle of twisted branches, unpruned and stark. Will hope creep into my soul as I wrangle with tatters of despair? Small green shoots emerge from the sable soil of grief, like sweet basil unshuttering its cotyledons with a sigh of there. If I grapple with God, green force in my veins, will he dislocate my hip, wrap me in flaming embrace, hiding his face, or leave me to strain the night for even a blade of grass from Eden? As when love's son began to coax tendrils from fingertips and finally spun delicate, verdant fibers into blaze. But with the freshening breeze, a lightness of heart can blow in, tousle hair, and tease a smile even from a somber gaze. Our bones hollow out, wings sprout, and lift us soaring over sunning scenes, quilled, plowed, harrowed, serene, spiraling, then unfurled, glittering in love's ceaseless cascades. Let one drop from that cataract probe my broken shell, heal, fill, swell, and overflow. May love's ceaseless cascades overflow on you with many blessings this week.